you're fat. Well, if you're not fat, you're obese. Well, at least that's what the statistics say. And you know what? It's kind of not your fault. I'll explain here. So listen, uh, recently I read a post by Dr. Simon Goddick about why our health has suffered in Western cultures and specifically in the US. Rather than giving you the whole summary, I'm gonna just post like the most important pieces of what he posted because it's so important to have the upsides and the downsides of our lifestyle when it comes to youthful health. I wanna start by saying that until the 1970s, the majority of people were fit as a fiddle, right? No keto, no vegan, no paleo, no home aerobics, nobody was doing gym stuff all the time, no fancy fitness technology or Peloton or wellness influencers, right? People weren't drinking protein and say you gotta have protein shakes all the time or counting calories. None of that really was going on back in the 70s, right? Or 60s or 50s, like none of that was happening. So what went wrong? And by the way, if you're on X, you should follow Dr. Simon Goddick. He's got some really great information. And if you're just listening to the traditional mainstream media, you're not getting this information. This is a doctor, he does his own research, he gets lots of great sources, and he comes up with some really great stories. So I, I suggest you follow him. The first thing is in medication, right? We medicate like crazy. In the 70s, the average American spent 10 times less on prescription drugs than they spend now. And contrary to popular belief, people in Western countries also are compelled to take potentially lethal drugs, right? We know that there's an epidemic, right? And instead of addressing the root causes, what we do is we look at the end of pipe solutions. We just sit there and put band-aids and give people drugs. Look at this chart on your screen, right? Retail drug spending, it's crazy, right? All right, the second one is demonization of saturated fats. Since the 60s, it's been claimed that saturated fats cause heart attacks. And although we've been nourished by lard and butter for thousands of years, all of a sudden, these good fats were now replaced with these inflammatory omega-6 fatty acids. All the while, they're telling you to trust the science, right? And we've got this crappy inflammation going on in our body that are coming from these fatty acids. Number three is dietary poisoning. Processed foods are all over the place, right? You can't swing a dead cat without getting sugar in whatever you buy, whether it's canned or whether it's off the shelf. There's sugar in almost everything. Processed foods are everywhere. Omega-6 rich seed oils and sugars are found in almost everything. An awful combination that overworks our livers and it ramps up fat storage, right? That's because we don't need it. Grandma's home-cooked meals are now a rare treat. We've traded real food for convenience, and we know that's true, right? It's a lot easier to just go to a Taco Bell or just reach for a bag of chips because they make those taste so darn good. Number four is lack of exercise. We know this, right? Before exercise got labeled as some far right thing, people were already moving less and sitting more. And so as we've moved toward a service-based society due to the rise of big tech, we're now mostly parked behind screens, including me. I'm parked behind a screen a lot of the day making these videos for you. More scrolling, less strolling, right? So less time outside. Vitamin D deficiency, speaking of less time outside, our lifestyle leads to another problem. And that is almost nobody who works indoors maintains adequate vitamin D levels. And what many don't know is there's no such thing as flu season, right? Oh my God, it's the winter time. It's not flu season. 
It's vitamin D deficiency season, says Dr. Simon Goddick. So good stuff, right? All right, the sixth one is lack of nutrients. And here's what happened is over the years, we've just been farming and farming and farming, and we've depleted our topsoil. And so topsoil deletion and removal mean that crops are now coming up short on nutrients. So to get the same vitamins from one head of lettuce 100 years ago, you needed to eat 10 heads of lettuce now. <laughs> Something's missing in our soil. Something's missing, period. And so if your body is starved of nutrients, what, you, what do you want to do? You want to eat more. You want to pig out, right? And so this creates a vicious cycle. If you want to eat more, then you, you, you eat things that have less nutrients in them and you eat more of them. Number seven is dangerous plastics. Phthalates, that's a hard thing to say because there's so many consonants in that word. In plastics, disrupt hormone functions and can lead to hormonal imbalances, increasing the risk of obesity and type two diabetes. Like, did you know that, that plastic leads to diabetes? Their widespread use in everyday products raises significant health concerns due to these metabolic effects. Number eight, childhood vaccines. Now this can be controversial if you want it to be, but just listen to what this doctor says. While children in the 60s only received five doses of vaccines, by 2019, the number had risen to 72, and the trend is still rising, as you know. Each vaccination has an impact on the microbiome, which likely leads to significant long-term physical and psychological consequences. Childhood vaccines. By the way, there was an autism when I was a kid. Of course, that was a long time ago. It was 58 years ago when I was born. But there wasn't autism. People weren't autistic. Now it's like one in you know 20 kids or something like that is autistic. It's crazy what's going on. I wonder what it is. Could it be the vaccines? You get to do the research and you get to decide. Hi, I'm Mark Yegi. Every new year brings hope. But have you ever made those resolutions and by February they're out the window? Yeah, me too. This coming January 13th and 14th, Join me at Your Greatest Year. It's an online summit dedicated to setting you on a path to transformation, abundance, and growth. Make your resolutions a reality. Let's create magic together in 2024. Make 2024 your greatest year. To register, go to 2024yourgreatestyear.com. Number nine, environmental toxins. Glyphosate-based herbicides like Roundup can cause dysbiosis, cancers, and many other diseases. For instance, it's almost, in almost 100% of soy crops, glyphosate residues can be found, and then they are in our food chain, and that's a big problem. All right, number 10 is dangers in cosmetics. If you're a woman, you probably wear cosmetics every day. Aluminum and deodorants, too. A common cosmetic ingredient has been associated with skin irritation and potential health risks, including disrupting hormonal balance and cancer. Its absorption through the skin from daily use has significant long-term effects. Number 11, oral contraceptives. How about that one? They affect not only women, but also men as they are excreted by our urine and they go into our water supply. And so they're extremely powerful and highly negative effect on human health. We got problems. I'm writing this thread, he says, because we're definitely moving in the wrong direction. Our government's held us all hostage for three years claiming it was for our health. But as I demonstrate, it's not about our health, but it's about enslaving us with as little resistance as possible. Now, whether you believe this guy is right or not, I want you to take a look at the food pyramid on your screen. And the food pyramid comes from the World Economic Forum. 
The World Economic Forum is influencing worldwide governments, right? Trying to change the way we do government. And whether you're for the, the World Economic Forum or against it, they want a one global system where we don't get to elect. We have these people who supposedly know uh, better than we do what we're supposed to be doing. Well, that hasn't worked out so well in the last couple of years, has it? But take a look at this. If you look at the microplastics at the bottom, seed oils, bugs, they want us to eat bugs instead of eating meat, soy milk, which is an estrogen producing thing and creates breasts in men, and antidepressants. This is what the food pyramid will look like uh, if the World Economic Forum has their say. Anyway, this is one doctor's opinion. All right, but there's a lot of things that you can do about it. I don't want to just be gloom and doom. So Dr. Goddick says this, eat saturated fats and cut out seed oils. Limit carbs and sugars. We all know that, right? Are, are we doing it? Limit carbs and sugars. Grow your own food in your own self-made compost. Now, I do this at home. It's not hard to do. You just take the banana peels and the eggshells and the bones and all the things and you bury it and you let the worms create it, take it back to nature. And then that's fertilizer for the things that you grow. I grow lots of tomatoes and cucumbers and zucchinis and watermelons and lots of stuff. And it's all a lot of that comes from my own compost, right? From my own waste product. And I get to recycle and I do it. It's, it's easy to do if you've got you know some plot of land, but you can also do it on your balcony if you're in an apartment. Exercise at least three times a week. I like to move 30 minutes a day, uh, but exercising at least three times a week, whether you're putting your bones and muscles under some kind of resistance training, which I think is really important, moving your body is so critical. So try to move every day, but as a minimum, exercise at least three times a week be in the sun as much as possible and supplement so get out even if it's hard to get out get some sun if it's cloudy you're still getting sun it's just not doesn't feel like it. it might be cold but try to get out get some vitamin d get some sun somehow while some of this is going to be controversial and is just one doctor's opinion the idea is to get us to think about what we put in our mouths okay so i just want you to start thinking about what you put in your mouth the big one for me was the seed oil thing like we put all this canola oil and all these other oils. The only oils that you really should be eating are olive oil, maybe avocado oil, coconut oil is not so bad, but all these other ones that are like false oils that you know, aren't really natural. They're pressed out of these old seeds and things that we're not used to eating. And I, you know, to me, that's a big one. And I'm starting to research a lot into seed oil. So you got to look at that. At Light Circle, what we try to do is we try to take all of the information and then form an opinion using common sense. And so I hope this makes you think as well. All right, so that's it from me. I thought this was really informative. I thought I'd share it with you so that you could start to implement some of these things in your life, or at least if you want, do your own research to see if there's any bit of truth in what this doctor says. Thanks for checking in. I'll see you on the next one.